The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Crank it up! Booyah! Here's go time! Here we go! Hello? Fifteen years down, and there's no end in sight. Rev it up, baby! Here we go! <laughs> now we're cooking with gas. Go! Here we go! Come on! Come on! We're the kings of outdoor radio. We're the revolution with Jim and Trav. Presented by Outdoor Channel. Bonjour! Hello! And welcome to another Tasty Time with somebody! I love your accent. It's either it's either Australian or Gary Busey. It's <laughs> Gary Busey. What? All right. Hey, do you remember this, Jimbo? What's that? It's tasted time for treats with Zafrock. That's me. It's been forever since I've heard that. I love that. Zafrock. I do too. Zafrock is awesome. Remember? What is it? Dumb? Dumb? My silly neighbor cat, Dumb? It's a little cartoon. Tom? They teach kids how to make their own snacks. Yeah, it's making tasty, healthy snacks with Zafrock. Yep. Thus, you're using that for this week's show. Obviously, it <laughs> failed that you didn't get that. All right, so we're talking Fields of Freezer 2 Table on today's show. Uh, Fool's Foolproof Guide to Wild Game Cooking. We're going to have the ins and outs, the do's and the don'ts, and some great recipes along the way. And, and who are some of our guests today? Hey, Rex, you're going to be joined by Scott Lacef, the Sporting Chef. Make sure you watch the Sporting Chef on Sportsman Channel. That is Sundays, 12.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Plus, Matt Drury such a cool guy. He's the general manager at Drury Outdoors. Make sure you watch Drury's 13 plus Dream Season and Bo Madness. That is Thursdays, 10 p.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel. Plus, the uh, president and CEO of High Mount Seasonings, Hans Hummel. That's Hans Hummel. And Great uh, guy. Ryan Neely, he's the marketing manager there at Cam Chef. He's going to be dropping by. And Jeff Nemnick, Predator Pulse. Predator Pulse. Do they ever cook coyotes? Actually, yeah. yes. Yeah. Really? Grill. Yeah, they do. It's pretty tasty. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right. And uh, Mrs. Bunny, it's what do you do? way to walk a dog. Miss Zibani. I've got some five mistakes you don't want to make while cooking wild game. I don't know. All right. It's brought to you by <laughs> Nissan. Mrs. Bunny is serving up piping hot spatula spankings. And she's brought to you by Nissan. Spatula spankings. I dish them, guys. She's always Line good. up. They're spicy, too. <laughs> okay. Ouch. Uh, first mistake that you don't want to make. Getting Not- spanked by Bunny. <laughs> exactly. Not aging your game meat. Just like even a little bit first. Unlike domestic animals, wild animals have a rich, variable flavor because they're often old at their time of death. They exercise freely. They have a wide variety and they have a mixed diet. So there's a lot of different things that influence the flavor of your meat. Yeah. Uh, in old world Europe, did you know that game was hung until it began to rot? They called it mortification, which not only tenderized it, but it heightened the wild gamey flavor even further. People also try so hard not to have gamey meat anymore, but that was the ideal uh, thing to do in the past. So anyways. I call that nasty. Yeah. <laughs> Who did we have on the show that talked about uh, aging the ducks? Until the head the fell head off. fell off. Yeah. yeah, hung it on the barn. Exactly. So, you know, uh, age them. Even if you don't prefer it to um, a, a really wild, a really gamey flavor, that really deep, intense flavor, aging just a little bit can tenderize your meat, okay? We yeah. like seven to ten days. Seven yeah. to ten days in a cool temp. 
Yeah, yeah. It, it can be warm, obviously. No, a you clean know. setting. Most preferably. people don't have like a walk-in freezer per Cooler. se, you know, so we hang it in the garage. That's it. Let That's the, like a walk-in freezer. Yeah, it's yeah. cold. <laughs> okay, number two, not brining or marinating your game first. Now, I don't always brine or marinate game. However, no. when you get something drier, like a breast, you know, breast meat on, uh, say, uh, pheasant or whatever, brining uh, involves soaking the meat or poultry in a flavorful saltwater solution to enhance and moisturize the you know that way when you cook it because it is so lean it tends to dry out really fast and leave you with really stringy food so anyways brining it in uh, two tablespoons of salt per four cups of water you um, dunk it in the brine let it soak for a while and then cook it and it can keep the moisture in your meat i brine jim every morning yes (laughs) i I have this prunish complexion he looks beautiful thank you Uh, okay number three may be the biggest foul you can make in overcooking your game oh definitely yeah that's the surest way to turn anybody off a wild game to have it overcooked. There's less fat in wild animals, as you guys know, and so the moisture evaporates quickly in the pan, drying the meat out, and then it turns that funky gray color mm-hmm. and can tend to, if you have it in like in like a cutlet, it makes it like a cup. It like the edges kind of shrivel up, and, and it, it is gives, so chewy you can't is. get it down. Yeah, no. so white, it's like eating liver. Yeah. White meat upland birds, they should not be served rare, but they can kind of have a blush pink to them. Um, the wild ones are going to be more muscular and they dry out more quickly, so you need to tend to them while they're cooking, baste them, poach them, dote over them until the very last second. Dark meat birds, such as ducks and red meat game animals like venison, must be served more, no more than medium rare, but honestly, they taste best when they are served rare. It's even better. So uh, do not overcook your wild game. Uh, cooking it the wrong way. In the world of chefs, uh, there are three categories of meat. The first is category is the leanest and more mm-hmm. uh, most naturally tender, like the tenderloin. Yeah. The third category is the toughest, like a shoulder. And the cooking method used to cook these cuts varies greatly. Um, so it's important that you get the right one. The first category, the loin, needs to be seared and served quickly. Uh, the third category, the harder ones to cook, should be braised and liquid over many hours until the collagen breaks down. What's uh, the second one? Uh, anything in between there. May not be as tender, you know, but it's yeah. not like a uh, roast that's harder that needs to be broken down for a while. You know, it's kind of halfway in the, in the middle. Uh, the other thing, I think the other thing is overcompensating. I think everybody likes to be a little bit of Emerald Lagasse in the kitchen. Bam, bam, you know, like throwing crap around, putting more stuff in their dishes. Uh, <laughs> you don't need to do that. I mean, you don't need to. I don't know. You startled me. You don't need to. <laughs> I wouldn't expect it. Bam. Bam. <laughs> what the? You don't need to put a whole bunch of cream of mushroom or, no. or layer it with uh, season after seasoning. A little after salt, seasoning. little pepper. You need to let the, mm. the whole point of the wild game is it has a great natural flavor. Let those flavors shine. Let the shine. flavor shine through. Don't yeah. overdo it with sauces and seasonings and everything talking else. talking to you. Yes. I know. Don't you put it down. Don't you season your food that heavy. Okay. So, <laughs> those are your five mistakes of wild game cooking, boys. Ooh. And we ate all night to the best game ever. You know, Aries, your favorite. <laughs> One what? Direction. You like Liam, don't you? I Liam? Think so. Oh, come on. All right, so freezing. He's like, uh, what's going what? on here? <laughs> Just putting pepper on my food. I lost you guys when you said three, two, one. Uh, field to freezer to table. On today's show, we've got a Fool's Food Proof Guide to Wild Game Cooking. Mrs. Bonnie did a great job. Thanks, guys. 
Jason Todd with the funny. You know, coming up after the break, we're going to have Scott Lazeth on The Sporting Chef. Make sure you watch The Sporting Chef on Sportsman Channel. That is Sundays, 1230 p.m. Eastern Time. He's probably going to give out, a, what, a couple recipes, maybe? Yeah. Tell us what we're doing wrong, kind of like Bunny does. <laughs> um, no, So he is coming up next. Don't go anywhere. But big shout-out, though, to Outdoor Channel, OutdoorChannel.com forward slash revolution. Nissan, NissanUSA.com. Remington. Remington.com. Cabela's. World's foremost outfitter at Cabela's.com. High Mountain Jerky. H-I-M-T-N Jerky.com. And Silencer Shop. SilencerShop.com. Here is a word from Mark. Don't go anywhere, peeps. Mrs. Bunny, you stick around or not? Yeah, I'll be back, guys. All righty. We'll return right after this with... Got Lisa. Good morning, Chef. You remember that. Yes. All right. We'll return in just a minute. If you like the internet and love the revolution with Jim and Trav, then you're in luck. Because we've combined the two at JimandTrav.com. So punch it up now. Brilliant, right? 15 years of broadcasting excellence. The Revolution with Jim and Trav will return in a few moments. Season one of Duck Dynasty has landed on Outdoor Channel. When is this going to take place? Now! They've got company with a flock of Outdoor Channel original series. Come and get it. I like that. I can live with this. Monday nights on Outdoor Channel. Relive the Duck Dynasty phenomenon from the beginning. One for all and all for one, Jack. Happy, happy, happy. This is the big time. Duck Dynasty, Mondays on Outdoor Channel. Got a nice frame to it. And watch new episodes Wednesdays on A&E. This is the sound of the Cummins V8 turbo diesel in the new 2016 Nissan Titan XD. This is the sound of the Titan flexing its 310 horsepower muscle. And it's gooseneck hitch hooking up a massive trailer. This is the Titan's 550 pound feet of torque, effortlessly towing over 12,000 pounds of boat, horse, pipeline, or RV. This is the sound inside the Titan's luxurious cabin as the six-speed transmission puts the power to the road and the fully boxed steel frame gives a smooth, solid ride. This is the sound of the Titan XD being named 2015 Truck of Texas by the Texas Auto Riders Association. And this is you opening the window for some real music from that Cummins diesel. That is the sound of the new Nissan Titan XD, the every-duty truck. Nissan, innovation that excites. Tow package and Cummins diesel engine are available features. See Nissan Towing Guide and Owner's Manual for proper use. Cargo and load capacity limited by weight and distribution. Always secure all cargo. This show is dedicated to all of us who have ended a Saturday night at the Waffle House trying to eat away a next morning hangover. Yeah, like that's never happened to you. This is The Revolution with Jim and Trav, presented by Outdoor Channel. But there is one more ingredient to this battle. Our secret ingredient. Don't you just love the Top Chef? which our chefs will Top offer chef. their secret <laughs> <That's variations. Iron> <laughs> Today's <laughs> secret ingredient is... <laughs> oh, the suspense, Jimmy! is killing me on Top Chef, right? Yeah! <laughs> oh, beer? Beer. Not a secret around here. <laughs> Didn't suspect that one. <laughs> yeah. All right, so Field to Freezer 2 table on today's show. A fool's foolproof guide to wild game cooking. Who's before the break? Hey, before the break, we heard from Mrs. Bunny. She gave us five different things that we should or should not do uh, when preparing wild game. Stumbling over our words. Yes. That is the beer. Yes. Okay. All right, who's our next guest? Hey, our next guest, he's got a great show on Sportsman's Channel. It's called The Sporting Chef. Yep, on Sportsman Channel. Make sure you watch it Sundays, 1230 p.m. Eastern Time. That is Mr. Scott Layseth. Now, Scott, if you look in Jibble's freezer, you know most seasons have ended, and he has 
bags of Oz and Ends. What do you got there, Jimmy? I, I got I got some muskrat. muskrat. I got some porcupine. <laughs> yeah, I sure. got some beaver. What do you do with all that stuff? Yeah, when the seasons have ended, Scott, and we have all these little bits and pieces, it's kind of like a melting pot, man. Um, what can we do with them? Man, what better way to get rid of random hunks of meat than a big game stew? Oh, that sounds good. Right? I mean, yeah. you've got, and let's let's say you've got stuff that you've been moving around your freezer for the last couple of years. Really, it's time to cook that. It's not going to get better with age. <laughs> and what's, what's cool about stews is that it's very, very forgiving, and it's kind of a low and slow method of cooking where you can take those random pieces of game and start making room in your freezer for the wild turkey and the fish to come. Cube it up. Brown it. Um, put it into a big stock pot, and if you happen to have any bones from those animals, you want, you can roast those and make stock out of it that way. If not, put a little beef stock, some celery, carrot, onion. You know, I just threw them in a similar batch, and I had some butternut squash that I threw in at the end, and it kind Ooh. of smoothed everything out, yeah. um, gave it a little bit of sweetness, and you just let it simmer all day or put it into that slow cooker, and you make it in large batches. You know, the best thing to do, if you're going to make stew, you might as well make enough stew for 20 to 25 people if you can. <laughs> Let it cool and then freeze it in batches. Mm. Um, and, and if you vacuum pack it, um, what you can do is put it into a Ziploc bag and then let it freeze first. Then you vacuum pack it um, and it'll be there forever. You can actually take it out of the Ziploc bag, put it into the vacuum sealer bag, and that way when you want to have stew a month or so down the road, you just drop that whole vacuum-packed bag into boiling water and you have your own big game stew. Okay, question for you. We yep. have we have bear. We've got a lot of different cuts of meat. Are there any uh, animals that complement one another, like bear is a little fattier to pair with, like you yeah, want to wine. Yeah, per like se. you would wine. Is there any uh, any game that you would suggest maybe mixing the meats? If you have a leaner meat, um, you know, if you've got some antelope or deer that's on the leaner side, or even if you've got waterfowl, to me, if the bear fat is good, um, that's going to complement that because you're not going to get a whole lot of fat. You fat equals flavor. Although, on occasion, you'll get some bear fat that's not quite so flavorful. Yeah. yeah. But if the bear fat is good, then first thing I would do would be to cube that up, render that down, and use that bear fat to brown the other items in because it's so, so very lean. You know, three grams of fat in a three-and-a-half-ounce portion, ten times leaner than beef. Uh, most game needs fat. That's why we're always wrapping everything in bacon because it doesn't have any fat. Yeah. So if you've got some wild boar, if you've got some feral swine in there, throw that in there first, render the fat down, and then brown everything else in that fat. That would be a great compliment for one or the other. And then speaking of wine, if you happen to dump a bottle of, of, of a dry red wine in on that stew, too, that's not going to hurt it. A, a bottle of good hoppy beer in there, too, mm. and make kind of a, a beer stew. It's delicious. Yeah, that is the Sporting Chef, Mr. Scott Layseth. Make sure you watch him. Uh, 12.30 p.m. Eastern Time on Sportsman Channel. That is Sundays. Uh, now, you're talking about unlike wine uh, that is better with age, meat in a freezer isn't. What is the ideal time to use it? You don't want it to expire. What is the expiration date in your mind on wild game in a freezer? How long? I'm not going to go past two years, even if it's been vacuum sealed. Really? Um, 
Yeah, it's you know, and the reason why you're not eating that is because you're thinking, ah, I don't know, I got better <laughs> stuff to eat. And yeah. that's where that stew comes in. The reason you've been moving that around your freezer is because you weren't all that nuts about it in the first place. If it was a <laughs> loin, you know, if you've got a backstrap or a tenderloin in there, the chances are it's not going to go two years. Yeah. The lesser cuts are the ones you're going, ah, I don't know. So that's the time to take those lesser cuts, slow cook it, turn it into stew. But really, you know, with fish for me, it's three months. With big game, it's normally within a year because I got to make room for the next stuff. And that's, I'm being very optimistic. You bet. Hey, we got to leave it right there. We've been talking with the sporty chef. That's Scott Laseth. And his next door neighbor is Hochi Schwartz. He comes up with that barbecue sauce, whoever that is. <laughs> Hochi does a good job, though, I'm guessing. All right, so the sporting chef, that is Sundays, 1230 p.m. Eastern Time on uh, Sportsman Channel. Make sure you hop on uh, sportingchef.com. Now, you have Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that good stuff, man. And you're around the country. We got it all, and, we, and we love to hear from people, so please be in touch with us on all of those places. We love hearing from you. All right, so big shout-out to Outdoor Channel, also Silencer Shop, Nissan, and Cabela's. Jimbo, who we got coming up next? Hey, in the on-deck circle, it is Matt Drury with Drury Outdoors. He's our general manager. He is the general manager. He's a cute man with a great beard. Really? Yeah. It's coming up next. All right, wow. great recipes. All right, here is a word for Mark. Mr. Scott, man, you're so awesome, buddy. Thanks for calling in. Talk to you again soon, guys. Thanks. All right, Matt Drury, coming up next. Joni had Chachi, Kim has Kanye, and Jim has Trav. Stick around. The revolution with Jim and Trav will continue right after this. Less sticks in the game are back for the most intense bass tournament on the water. There is God! Get in the boat! 24 will start, only 6 will advance. When you're at the top of your game, you like those odds. This guy's I can't believe that these guys are catching this fast. Four tracker update. Four tracker update. Four tracker update. Way too close for comfort. Get him sweating a little bit more. And cut the tension with a knife. Oh my gosh, we needed that. Major League Fishing's Geico Selects kicks off Saturday at 2 Eastern on Outdoor Channel. Find the biggest and best elk and mule deer. So purchase Colorado's biggest bucks and bulls. Go to www.coloradosbiggestbucksandbulls.com. High Mountain Seasonings, the world's best kits for turning your game into jerky and sausage. Look for the Bucking Horse logo at a retailer near you or on the web at www.himtnjerky.com. Cabela's is the world's foremost outfitter for hunting, fishing, and outdoor gear. You can outfit all your needs through Cabela's catalogs, online, and their many stores. With the best selection, prices, and quality, all backed by a legendary guarantee. For the best in outdoor gear, go to www.cabelas.com. Remington Gun Care Products. They last longer and clean deeper, giving you better accuracy, a smoother action, and the confidence you need for the most demanding shots. Trusted by the world's top armorers, Remington Gun Care. Look for it wherever you buy your favorite shooting supplies. This week, we're going from field to freezer to table with a foolproof guide to wild game cooking. Now, back to the revolution with Jim and Trav, presented by Outdoor Channel. Hey, we're back. This is a revolution. And before the break, we heard from old Scott Lace at the Sporting Chef. 
He puts his pinky up <laughs> when he when he cooks, right? He, he does. It's good manners. All right, so make sure you watch The Sporting Chef on Sportsman Channel. That is Sundays, 12.30 p.m. Eastern Time. But our next guest, Mr. Matt Drury. Matt Drury with the Drury Brothers. He is the general manager there at Drury Outdoors. Make sure you watch Drury's 13 plus Dream Season, The Journey, and Bo Madness. That is Thursdays, 10 p.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel. But check this out. Two weeks ago at the 16th Annual Outdoor Sportsman Awards, you they were won. You were palling around with uh, uh, Donald Trump. The Jan- there That's something. it. Uh, they won Best Graphics for Juries 13 and Best Show Open for Bo Madness. Two fantastic shows uh, both seen on Outdoor Channel. All right, so Matt, let's talk about you, buddy. Um, obviously, everybody knows you're around hunting all the time. Uh, grew up in this lifestyle, hunting with your dad and your uncle and God knows who else. But when did you start to make that transitional Transition. phase into more of the working role, getting your hands dirty with the field dressing and the processing and the ins and outs of cooking it? Yeah. W- when did that happen, man? Well, I, I'm kind of a newbie as it pertains to actually doing it, hands-on doing it. Yeah. You know, growing up, obviously, I remember, you know, back in the day when I was a little kid, being out at the 40-acre club with Dad and Mark and, you know, in our hometown, and they'd kill a deer, and, you know, they'd skin it and do the processing there and, and all the work. And, you know, I, I remember eating it a lot and all that stuff, but really never got into the actual prep work myself. And uh, here in the last couple of years, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm mar- newly married within the last few years and have a 17-month-old, and we're, you know, trying to kind of get the full circle of life there and our our little family and, and my wife and I are both kind of learning the prep side and how to prepare and, and cook it ourselves. So uh, although I've been around it and ate it my whole life, I've never gotten involved until recently in the actual, you know, hands-on side of it. So it's been really interesting and, uh, you know, there's a there's a lot of different ways you can do it is what I'm finding out. Yeah, I talked with uh, Matt Jury. He's the general manager at Jury Outdoors. You know, you, you talked about grinding up uh, your wild game you know not everybody and and you're a dad and you have a full-time job not everybody has time to make this gourmet meal that you see all these other families make but grinding it up is so great because it is so versatile like you said you can use it in spaghetti you can use it in chili you could fry it up with eggs whatever you want to do uh to substitute for beef and the thing is we've had so many people come to our house to say oh i don't like to taste the wild game and they don't realize that what they're eating at the time is not ground beef. It's actually deer or elk. It's funny you say that. We had a little Halloween gathering at our house uh, this past year, and it was over the weekend, so it was perfect to have a little party. And a bunch of our friends came over, and Miranda made chili. Yeah, and so many of them were like, "Oh my gosh, this is the best chili I've ever had!" And then I, you know, I, I just kept it to myself. And then at the end of the <laughs> night, I'm like, "Hey guys, you know what was in that chili, right?" And they're like, "No." I'm like, "Guess what? It was deer meat." And they're like, "No way!" <laughs> you know, I'm like, I'm, "I'm serious. You can't tell. It's great. You know, it's a perfect substitute." Yeah. Well, the thing is, we found with venison that. Uh, when it hits the ground after you shot it, what you do from that point on determines what it tastes like at the table. And if you really take good care of it, and Trav and I happen to uh, do our own butchering, and so we know exactly what goes into it. We know what cuts we've just made. And then, you know, we portion it when we put it all together. So we, for his size of family or my size of family, we know what uh, what we have to have in order to make a dish or something like that. But when you guys uh, get out there and you're actually doing cooking, uh, who does the cooking in the camps? 
Well, in the camps, a lot of times it's just kind of a group effort. So the the easiest thing is to put on the pot of chili before you go out. Oh, yeah. You know, put all the ingredients and let it simmer, and, and then when you get back, it's ready. Uh, another thing we like to do a lot is, is grill. So, you know, we might do the bacon-wrapped back straps or loin or, you know what I mean, and get out there and grill. But you're, you're 100% right. A lot of it has to do with how you feel, dress it. Uh, you know, we at Dad's camp, we kind of have the setup to where – we hope, you know, after we field dress it, we hang it out, we hose the, the deer off and get a lot of the blood out of there. And that, that, cause I think that makes a big difference too. Oh, yeah. You know, if you just let it sit there for a while and, and I, I think it kind of gets into that, that flavor. So we try to get it really, really clean. And, uh, like you said, I think the prep in the beginning is as, as vital as anything. You know, if you want someone to care about the environment or wildlife or whatever, they first have to understand it. They the can't, conservation of it. They can't appreciate something if they don't know the value of it. And I think that is so lost in today's generation of it's so readily available at the store. You know, so let's just hop in our vehicle. And let's go to the store and let's pick up ramen noodles. You yeah. know, um, they just don't like you're pointing out the, the work that actually goes into somebody raising either a beef or being a land manager. And so you can harvest wildlife. It all takes work, but most just don't understand that anymore. They pay someone to do it. Bingo. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Mark, he, he's talked about this for a long time, that that the reason why they eat so much deer meat or turkey or whatever it is there at their camp in Iowa is that he does want Taylor. She's 20, you know, and she's been around it her life as well, her whole life as well, but to actually see it come full view this is why we do it right here at the table at the end of that evening with the family all at the same place at the same time and just having conversation putting the phones down all the other distractions in life and just talking you know and a a lot of that happens right around that meal and a meal that they prepared they harvested they grew you know all that on their own you bet hey we gotta leave it right there we've been talking with matt drury of course he is the general manager of Drury Outdoors. That's right. Make sure you watch Drury 13, uh, Dream Season, The Journey, plus Boat Madness, and that is Thursdays, 10 p.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel. They win awards. They win awards once again. uh, The 16th Annual Outdoor Sportsman Awards. They won Best Graphics for Drury 13 and Best Show Open, Boat Madness. To find out more about Drury Outdoors and you, Mr. Matt, uh, where can we find you guys online? Yeah, just go to DruryOutdoors.com and uh, everything you could ever want is right there. You can find our Facebook, our Instagram, Twitter, YouTube accounts, all from that page. And uh, from there, anything that happens in the land of Dury Outdoors, we let everybody in, in the online world know about it. So you can reach us there. You know, if you just hop online, Google them, lots of good stuff is going to come up. All right, Jimbo, who we got coming up next? Hey, coming up next is Hans Hummel. He's got that company called High Mountain Seasoning. They've been in the business for 25 years. He's going to tell us about it. 25 years kicking butt! That's right. Going to kick a lot more butt, too. All right, so big I like pork, but Outdoor Channel plus Sportsman Channel and a silencer shop. Don't go anywhere. Hans Hummel, he is coming up next. Right after this. Mr. Batman, you're awesome, buddy. Thanks for calling in. We appreciate uh, you guys having us, and uh, we hope you guys are eating a lot of wild game for years to come. 
Salvage from the editing room floor. Here's a revolution. Outtake. Rewind the tape. What's some of the strangest foods you have eaten? Man, I have a stomach of steel. I eat anything. But um, <laughs> probably stink flipper, like this, um, this fermented flipper of a seal. Oh, fermented um, flipper? Yeah. Really? Yeah, if they just chop off the flipper and then they wrap it in grass and then they bury it for a couple months and then you eat it and it's delicious. It's really? Like ocean butter. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't say the worst thing she ever ate was McDonald's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This has been a revolution outtake. More Jim and Trav coming up in seconds. When people and animals collide, things are never simple. What's going on here? In this wildlife-human conflict, I'm often called in to seek out the truth. To find out what's really happening on the front line. This specific group of people has got to be stopped. It's going to be a bad couple of hours to be a poacher right now. My name is Ivan Carter, hunter, conservationist, and wildlife investigator. Carter's War, all-new series Mondays at 9 p.m. Eastern, exclusively on Outdoor Channel. High Mountain Seasonings, do yourself a flavor with over 200 different items. And look for the Bucking Horse logo at a retailer near you or on the web at www.himtnjerky.com. Hey, Jim and Trav here, and we just bought a silencer from the silencer shop. Yes, we did. It was a pretty amazing experience, wasn't it? How'd we do it? Well, we just went to Silencer Shop. Dot com. Follow the instructions, which you do not do well. Not very well. We purchased the silencer, and they took care of the rest. And then our local Powered by Silencer Shop dealer called us when the silencer arrived. Boom, done deal. Here's a fact, though. A silencer is an important accessory that offers added hearing protection and greater shooting accuracy as well. Yeah, and it's great for hunters and those who want to enjoy more social interaction during shooting sports. And you are so sociable. I am. All right, so visit silencershop.com today to find a dealer powered by Silencer Shop near you. That is silencershop.com. Time to put your big boy pants on. The revolution with Jim and Trav is back. Brought to you by Nissan. Here are the boys. Hey, we're back. This is a revolution or better known as Trav's Diner. Yeah! Because we're talking about uh, from the field to the table. You better tip me well. Uh, before the break, <laughs> we heard from Matt Drury. He's the general manager there at Drury Outdoors. It makes you watch Bull Madness. That is Thursdays, 10 p.m. Eastern time uh, on Outdoor Channel. Just now being joined, though, by Hans Hello. The president, CEO, my bestie. Uh, we're always He's doing my like, best friend. Snapchat, stuff like that. You know, I do when I when I get high mount seasonings, I do the, the whole emerald bit. Bam! Bam! Everybody does that. Why not? I'm starting to get a little congested. Are you? My ears feel plugged. Anyways, take a little bit of that uh, that uh, uh, stuff that they use for um, that High Mountain has for making sausage. You need to s- and sniff it. You snort it. Snort That's it. right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, It'll clear everything out. Anyways, uh, Hans, what cool new products do you, does High Mountain Seasonings have for 2016? I mean, you guys' stuff just beautifully enhances the flavor of uh, any meat, wild game or domesticated. Uh, what you guys got for 2016? You know what? We just came out with a new spicy lime uh, jerky-making kit. Um, we introduced it at the Archery Trade Association. Um, it's great. I mean, it's it's got that uh, hint of lime juice in it, uh, you know, finishes with some heat. Um, it's just it's just a really kind of new, uh, different flavor that we're really excited about. Now, what would you primarily use that for? Like deer? Chicken? Elk? Chicken? Yeah, what? You know what? You can literally any meat you can turn into jerky. Really? Um, most of the guys we're selling to are, you know, they're probably white-tailed deer. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we use it on antelope, mule deer, elk, uh, you name it. I've actually even had it on uh, mountain lion. On really? Mountain, really? What? What does that it's taste actually, like? It, it's really good. I mean, I honestly, I do, I wouldn't even have known it was mountain lion. Are you I mean, serious? Just, yeah, the color's a little bit different, but 
But it's great. Yeah, we did it in a snack stick. It was excellent. What does this taste like? Hmm, mountain lion. Yeah. <laughs> That's not something you would normally eat on. Well, normally you would say, well, it kind of tastes like chicken. No, it tastes like mountain lion. But see, that goes yeah, to show other you. white meat. It goes to show you, though, <laughs> anything, if harvested and processed properly and you cook it right with the right seasonings, pretty much anything can taste good. You just have to know what you're doing. You know what? And you're right. And our kits make it really easy, even if you've never done it before. All right. So that's your spicy lime. What else you got, Mr. Hans? You know what? We, what with the spicy lime, um, now that we're, we're 25 years in business, we wanted to have 25 jerky kits. So we came out with a third variety pack. Oh, wow. Um, which, yeah, it's got the spicy lime in it. It's got the Hunter's Blend, the Jalapeno, Bourbon Barbecue, and uh, our number one seller, the original seasoning. Wow. And, and that's because you've been in business 25 years. You guys have come yep. a long ways. What, you got over 200 products now? You started off with a salt and pepper shaker, and now you get 200 products? <laughs> you know, we started off with the original jerky carrot seasoning kit, and then we just were expanded one after another with the jerky kits, and we moved into shaker bottles, sausage mixes, you name it. Now we even have, uh, we just came out with a line of finishing sauces, which is kind of a new area um, for us. Um, but what I'm excited about, you know, we all get really busy, um, and if you just have time to throw something on the grill, you can pull your venison steaks out, Throw them on the grill, slice them up. Yeah, you just add butter, a tablespoon of butter, and water these finishing sauces. Pour it over your meat, and you got a quick meal. It's real simple. Now let's talk about your super sauces yeah. for a second. Yeah. Now you're talking about finishing sauces. Yeah, um, and they're um, they're based off of wine, different wine sauces. Um, we've got a merlot uh, with uh, garlic and rosemary. We have a chardonnay uh, with portobello mushrooms. We've got a pinot grigio with cranberry, citrus, and herbs. That's my personal favorite. Um, and then we have a Pinot Noir with garlic and honey, and they're all very, they're all very good. I can't even say that. The way you said that yeah. was so smooth. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you could be a maid of D somewhere. <laughs> I think so. Huh? You guys got fancy on us. <laughs> Holy cow! Yeah, I know I we're, just, we're stepping out there, guys. I thought we were talking about jerky. I'm totally <laughs> impressed right now. Um, now let's talk about. I mean, so we finish our game. You, you said a finishing sauce. And so maybe like the last five minutes of uh, smoking, grilling, whatever you base this on, and then when it comes off, you do it again, or you use it for a dipping sauce? Yeah, well, but what I I like to do is, yeah, after you're done cooking on the grill, um, I like to just let it rest for a minute, then slice it up thinly, and then and then just drizzle the sauce over the top. Um, And it's it's basically like a fancy gravy. Yeah. Also, you've got something for fish, don't you? Uh, We do. Yeah, we've got a line of brines for fish. Um, It's real really easy. You just Basically, one packet of brine to one gallon of water, uh, as many fish fillets or whole fish that you can fit in that gallon of water that would still cover it up. Uh, let it sit for 12 hours and then just uh, go ahead and rinse it off and uh, put it in your smoker. Now, being the owner-operator there at uh, High Mountain Jerky, you guys must yes. get some interesting emails or phone calls from people saying... I use your product such and such on this animal. What is maybe some of the most unusual ways in animals that people have used you guys' products? I mean, I don't think there's anything we haven't heard of. I mean, we've gotten everything from uh, alligator to emu. Um, people are using our jerky kits for fish. Yeah. Um, ostrich. Um, I mean, you name it. We've, we've heard it. Yeah, how to walk a 
baboon. <laughs> yeah, you, you know what? I, and I didn't. Uh, one thing I forgot is you know we distribute all throughout Australia, and people are using kangaroo over there for. It. <laughs> there you <laughs> go. Goodness, really? <laughs> yeah, I prefer wombat. Talk myself. about that good hoppy flavor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Holy cow! That is amazing. So we just go to himtnjerky.com and we can find right. everything on your website, correct? That is correct. Yeah, and actually we're rolling, we're uh, just in production today, we're rolling out all the new spicy lime and the new variety packs too, so. <laughs> you bet. Hey, we've been talking with Hans Hummel. Of course, he is the hit honcho there at High Mountain Seasoning. He is everything. If you like food, this man's your best friend. All right, Mr. Hans Hummel, one more time, and Jerky is your website. You guys are on Facebook, Twitter, all that good stuff, right, buddy? Yeah, you, you betcha. Yep. All right, so one more time, that is HIMTNJerky.com. But uh, Jimmy, who we got coming up next, buddy? Hey, we have got our best friend, Orion Neely from Camp Chef. Uh, but before we get to Orion Neely, we're going to have Miss Bunny back on, and she's going to talk about drunken yep. pheasant. She's coming up in just a second. Mr. Hansman, you're so awesome, buddy. Thanks for coming on. Hey, thanks for having me on, guys. All right, here's Bunny. We'll return right after this. Mrs. Bunny's Drunken Pheasant in 30 seconds or less starts now, and it's brought to you by Nissan. This is Drunken Pheasant in 30 seconds. You'll need one whole pheasant skinned and make sure the bird has been cleaned and then pat dry with a paper towel. Melt one stick of butter and your favorite seasonings in a saucepan. Brush the bird thoroughly with the melted butter. Then take one can of your favorite beer and drink half. Make sure the grill is hot, then place the bird over the beer can directly on the grill. Cook for about an hour until the bird reaches the appropriate temperature. The heat and butter mixture will seal in the flavor from the evaporating beer leaving you with a delicious dinner. Bon appetit. Why are we the number one outdoor radio show in the nation? It's simple. Mrs. Bunny. Let's crank it up! For real, Jim sucks. Trav sucks. Pretty much the whole show sucks. Yep, our success is attributed to a woman named after a rabbit. Yes! Stay tuned. The revolution starring Mrs. Bunny will return right after these messages. Looking for the ultimate cooking machine for your backyard or patio? Look no further than Camp Chef's new pellet grill and smoker. With user-friendly features like an auto-ignition, digital readouts, and internal meat temperature sensors, it's easy to smoke the tastiest salmon, ribs, brisket, and turkey you'll ever eat. And an innovative system makes cleanup a snap. Everyone will want the food you're cooking on your Camp Chef pellet grill and smoker. The quality smoker that's second to none. Find out more at CampChef.com. Camp Chef, the way to cook outdoors. Located in the heart of Maui's premier resort, Kanapali Beach Hotel is officially recognized as Hawaii's most Hawaiian hotel and the number one best value in Hawaii. With a range of accommodations and affordable dining options, this is the ideal setting to turn Hawaiian dreams into lifelong memories. Live Hawaiian entertainment every evening, free year-round children's programs, weekly arts and crafts fairs, welcome breakfast, and departure kukui lei ceremonies add to the value. Swim in the whale-shaped pool, indulge in the fabulous spa and hotel salon. Enjoy Hawaiian hospitality at its best at the Ka'anapali Beach Hotel. Call 800-262-8450 or go to kbhmaui.com. That's kbhmaui.com. Aloha. Predator Pulse with Jeff Nimnick. It's informative. It's gripping. It's the revolution. Hi, folks, and welcome to this week's edition of the Predator Pulse. I'm your host, two-time world champion and Coyote Craze founder, Jeff Nimnick. In this segment, we're going to take a look at distance between stands. 
But this is one of those areas of coyote hunting that involves a bunch of variables that play into the decision making process. So let's take a look at those variables. The first is time of day. By understanding coyote behavior, we know that coyotes are more active and are on the move early and late in the day. If coyotes are naturally on the move, they're more likely to want to travel farther distances to respond to the call. Now during the middle part of the day, coyotes are generally bedded up and not as willing to travel those farther distances. So distance between stands will usually be farther apart early and late and closer together during the middle part of the day. The second variable is terrain. If the area you're hunting is fairly wide open, coyotes in those areas are used to traveling greater distances each day to find food. In these areas, the sound of your call will also travel farther because there are no obstacles to absorb the noise. If the area you're hunting is rough, rugged terrain and or has lots of cover and vegetation, coyotes in those areas generally have smaller territories and the sound of your call doesn't travel as far due to all the obstacles. So. Distances between stands will generally be farther in wide open terrain with not much cover and closer together in rougher terrain with more vegetation. The third variable is wind speed. With a light wind, let's say under 15 to 20 mile an hour, the sound of your call is generally traveling three quarters of a mile or more. As the wind increases, that distance is shortened and with winds over 25 mile an hour, it is usually cut down to 600 yards or less. So with light winds, the distance between stand will be more than when I'm calling in higher winds. Now, the last variable I'll consider is the recent success I've had on the stand or two before. We know that coyotes disperse from their family groups in the early months of fall, but many times they will only disperse within several miles of their parents' home range, leading to clusters of coyotes scattered across the landscape. So if I've had success calling in a coyote on the previous stand or two, I'm going to assume that there are more coyotes close by, so I'll shorten up my stand distances and pick the area apart for three to four stands. Now vice versa, if I've made four to five blanks stands in a row, I may travel a greater distance than normal in hopes of getting back into the coyotes. Well, I'm out of time for this week, but I want to thank you for listening to this show, and if you'd like more info on thumping coyotes, be sure and check out the Predator to Pulse page at the one and only JimandTrav.com or my website, CoyoteCraze.com. So until next time, get off the couch and get out there, because the coyotes won't kill themselves. Want more Predator Pulse? Visit JimandTrav.com for audio highlights, articles, pics, and info on the original two-time world champion death dealer, Jeff Nimnick. You'll find it all at JimandTrav.com. Now, back to Jim, Trav, and Ryan. Neely from Camp Chef, and it's presented by Outdoor Channel. Hey, that was Jeff Nemnick. Of course, he has a segment on a show called Predator Pulse. And this time he was talking about the distance between setups and how important that is. Hi, so Field the Freezer 2 Cable on today's show, a bull's foolproof guide to wild game cooking. Oh, yes, more. You know, fools rush in. All right, so uh, that did not go over well. All right, just now being joined by Ryan Neely. Ryan Neely, you yeah. like Elvis? I do like. I Elvis. know you do. He is a marketing I manager. I have shoes in my closet. Marketing manager, Brian Tommy Bahama, right? They are marketing manager for Cam Chef. Now, during the break, you you mentioned Ryan backcountry to back patio, and I'm glad that you brought that up because I think a lot of people are under they the, pigeonhole you into just having camping stuff. Exactly the misconception that Cam Chef is only for when you're camping. We hate those people that do that. We hate them! Darn them! <laughs> but no, I mean, so you got us covered whether we're in the backcountry or our back patio. You're there for us, Camp Chef. Yeah, Always. you sell pinatas too. Got everything, dude. Oh yeah, we'll offer you make sure you're eating well. I think there is a kind of misconception. All Camp Chef, they're camping. 
you know, when I go out to elk camp or, or, or you know, for the whitetail hunters out there, you go to the cabin or, or whatever you do um, to get outdoors, even if it's just a little day trip, take your Camp Chef products with you there. You can cook a lunch, a dinner, breakfast, whatever you want to do. You take your animal, you come home. We have the, the, the everything to need, you need to cook your game at home. Um, our pellet grills, our smoke pro pellet grills are awesome. I just did a bunch of elk jerky over the weekend and it was phenomenal. My, my little brother ended up stealing half of it. <laughs> That's a little brother for you. I got to get it. I got to get him back for that. But, um, there's the whole process of taking the animal, you know, you, you butcher it or take it to a butcher either way. It ends up in your freezer. What you need to make sure happens before the freezer burn sets in. And what I would recommend is to pick up a new habit called smoking, not the smoking <laughs> that the Surgeon General warned you about, but but the the smoking that uh, is is really trending across the U.S. right now, more than just ribs and brisket and pulled pork, but your wild game. So mm-hmm. look at Camp Chef's Smoke Pro pellet grills and also the smoke vault. Yeah, talk with a Ryan Neely. He is the marketing manager for Camp Chef. He owns Thank Camp you. Chef. Hop online, check him out, uh, campchef.com. You know, going back to your 24-inch uh, smoke vault, I, I really think that it, in our family and with our friends, it's like an initiation into manhood or womanhood. When you get to a, a certain point in your life, you receive a smoke vault. And it's how you use right that. Passage. Yeah, that's what it is. Dictates the person <laughs> you are going to be. No, but but all seriousness, dude, that is probably one of my favorite products. And I, the, and the, I, the smoke vault, and we use it for everything. You know what we do? We give smoke vaults as wedding gifts. We do, and huh? they use it for a lifetime. Yeah. I need to come to your wedding party. <laughs> Where's my wedding? Well, first of all, we wouldn't give you one because we don't like you. <laughs> but no, seriously, in, in going back to you, you said get out of that traditional barbecuing. And that is so true. My wife will take like she'll go get some whole chicken. She'll throw chickens in there and she'll smoke them. And that's great. You make a whole bunch and then you could freeze it and you just pull it out of the freezer. Could feed the whole family. I we, mean, we, we use it for everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so versatile. What you can use it for. I love those things, man. And I tell you what, it's you're going to catch me on our saying this, but the real secret is I'm I'm not the best cook ever. Everybody <laughs> thinks I am. Ah. You know, I end up cooking for everything. Oh, oh, you're a great cook. But the reality is, it's so easy. Just if you have the right stuff, yeah, you're the cooking champion. <laughs> and yeah. uh, that's that's the real secret. You bet. Hey, we've been talking with Brian Neely. Of course, he is the head honcho there at Camp Chef. He is the marketing manager. He is everything at Camp Chef. Now, one more time to find out more about you guys there at Camp Chef and your wonderful products you handle. Handsome man, you. Where can we find you online? Go to uh, campchef.com or you'll find us on all the social media sites. All right. That's where you got to go. Campchef.com. We are talking field to freezer to table. We were just joined by Mr. Ryan Neely one more time. He is the marketing manager there at Camp Chef. Got to get to a break. Big shout out to Camp Chef, also Outdoor Channel and High Mountain Seasonings. All right, Mr. Ryan, thanks so much, buddy. Hey, adios. Thanks, guys. JimandTrav.com. On the computer? You can see it on the computer? Yeah. Recently, we paid three grandmothers yeah. to check out our website. Oh, oh, my God. Look at it. Predictably, it did not go well. Oh, my God. 
They saw everything. Show archives, videos, expert advice, yeah. gear reviews, cooking with Mrs. Bunny. Was I exaggerating, Mary? It was horrific. JimandTrav.com. Yeah. Not fit for grandma. That's what they say. Yeah. Buy or bust with Jim and Trav on The Revolution. Brought to you by Cabela's at Cabela's.com. It's that time for my favorite part of the program. It's called Buy or Bust. Is that Sasquatch? Sasquatch? No. He oh. kind of grunts and eats beef jerky. All right, so that is me. We're talking about the Yeti Hopper 30 soft-sided uh, bag cooler, Jimmy. Take it away. Yeah, no, the thing is, I've got one of these. You've got one. I got one. and it's, You needed one. Well, I did need one to put my sandwiches in. You know I'm big on sandwiches. Or dead ducks. You could you put, could dead put a dead in duck in this. Yeah. You could put... I mean, this is pretty substantial. Yeah, you know, you could probably put uh, you know maybe six or seven ducks in there. It's it's a large capacity soft sided cooler that uh, comes with just like a handbag strap or over your shoulder for could heavier you loads. Put a dead goose in it. Yeah, I think you could get one in there. I don't think you could get more than you know more right. than one. Really? Yeah. But you only saved the print. I'm holding you to all of this. <laughs> I'm <laughs> now. Where do we get these things at? I just get them at Cabela's. I'm kind of I'm I'm gonna go down go down the cooler. One last for you. What's that? How many dead toads? Oh, let's say bigger little toads. One pounders. One pounders. You probably get twenty five in it. Really? Yeah. With legs. Well, they can't jump far without them. Well, would you like? Would you chop the legs off or whole frog? Probably whole frog. Twenty five. Oh yeah. Yeah. Wow. Be not a problem. That's good size. I mean, that tells people a lot right there what they yeah, can do they with Yeah, they visualize that. And like, <laughs> I want to go to Cabela's. I want that cooler that you put 25 dead frogs in. All right, so <laughs> just hop on Cabela's.com and search for the Yeti Hopper 30 soft-sided bag cooler. It's about 349 bucks. Great little item. But it's a, it's an investment in the outdoors. Yeah. It, you know, this summer, if you want to take it camping, maybe on a picnic, it's really nice. You you know, maybe talk Throw to it in a boat, use it for a life preserver. Your wife could use it as a purse. If he ever drops it in the lake. But don't carry it on board an airplane because you got to pay for the bag. People are going to think you have dead ducks in it. Yeah. All right. They said to me, you got frogs you got, or ducks in there? You I got said, ducks in there, Jim? How'd you guess? Yeah, I do. <laughs> All right. About eight of them. All right. So uh, about. Didn't give me a limit. <laughs> All right. So check it out. The Yeti. Uh, Yeti Hopper 30 uh, soft-sided bag cooler from Yeti. All right, check it out, Cabela's.com. So we got to get to a break. We say bye. Great little cooler. Buy it. And and why didn't we talk about how much jerky you could put in there with all the Yeti stuff? That is true. Yeah. This is something we should have done. We'll ask Hans that. <laughs> all right, got to get to a break. We will return right after this. These two guys also feel a tingling in their shorts. But, but, but for a totally different reason. Thanks for joining us this week on The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Trav, what? Show made me hungry. I'm hungry. For oh, your loving. <laughs> no? All right, so big shout out to Scott Layseth, also Matt Drury, and uh, Hans Hummel, Ryan Neely, Mrs. Bunny, Jeff Nimnick. All of the above. Boop, boop. Mrs. Bunny, thank you. Hey, guys, it's good to be here. Yeah, hey, and we want to thank our 444 affiliate stations, your advertisers, and everyone that makes this show possible, like Miss Bunny, Funjo, producer Mark Canary, and Frank the Sound Guy. So get some kids out in the woods this weekend. Build a fire. Kill a squirrel, skin it, and eat it. They're going to love it, too. <laughs> you know they will. All right, so God bless everybody, and uh, stay safe out there. Use lots of hand sanitizer. That's right. And uh, avoid the doctors. All right. God bless. Peace out. Welcome to weather. Coming up next. We'll return next week.
Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.